0: You got to be ready Ready. Amen Amen. We give God praise Um, We are here in our new uh, series uh, Building your spiritual self And um, last week we started And uh, this is our second part, amen But I believe that God wants us to um, Pull out of this and begin to Grab the things that we need Out of this particular series um, So that we can understand the value of living in the spirit realm and living according to god's instructions and his will concerning our own lives Um, we have to be responsible for our own soul salvation no one is going to work that out for you the bible says we are to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling so it's our responsibility to build ourselves up spiritually it's our responsibility to take on the initiative uh, to go forward in doing the things that we need to do in order to build our spirit man. Amen. Now the enemy's assignment is to keep us in the flesh realm. Come on. That is his assignment. Is to keep us in the flesh realm. As long as we're operating and we're obeying and yielding ourselves to the flesh the enemy has his way with us, and he can begin to pervert us and push us into things and uh, put us into situations that are compromising and that are contrary to the things of God. So it's important that we understand that we build up our spiritual self, and how do we do that? There are a lot of various things, a lot of various things that uh, partake in, of, of us doing that and accomplishing that. Reading your word, studying your word. Notice reading and studying is two different things. Amen. Reading your word, studying your word, having a prayer life. Now, you people will say, "Well, I don't know how to pray." Well, you talk to your girlfriend or your or your friend on the phone on a daily basis. You have a conversation, having a conversation with God, acknowledging Him on a daily basis, giving Him thanks when you hit the floor and you still got breath in your body. Amen. Having prayer, having that intimate time with Him, having that ability to. Find yourself in somebody's church that is teaching the word of God and that is a Bible-believing church that will encourage you, that will build you up, that has fellowship. Every church does not have fellowship. The Bible says do not forsake to assemble yourselves together. You can come together in a building, but nobody be connected. That's why it's so important in the things that we do in this particular local body that we try to build fellowship. This is what we have to be able to do so that they can have that particular sense of belonging and wanting to be a part. Everybody does not want to go to their particular local church because it becomes grievous or becomes weighted. And when you get to that point in place when it's grievous and weighted, you have to begin examining yourself. Am I spiritually feeding myself? Or am I in a place where I'm neglecting my spirit, man, but I'm just pleasing my flesh because of what people are going to say? Amen. So we're going somewhere today, and I want us to understand what we're going to talk about and what we're going to begin to experience. We're going back uh, to Galatians, and we're going to be in this a, a lot during this series because we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. In order for us to see that our spirit man is growing, the fruit of the Spirit has to be in operation. Come
1: on. Yeah.
0: Has to be in operation. There is no uh, uh, particular thing that we can compromise in this area that we have to, if we're calling ourselves believers, if we're calling ourselves Christians to be like Christ, love, joy, peace, that long-suffering, that gentleness, that meekness, that kindness, that love, that joy. Those things are part of God's characteristics. So if those are his characteristics, why are we acting or doing things that are contrary to those characteristics? But we want people to know us and see us as believers. There has to be a distinction in our attitude, our conversation, our way of living, our way of talking in order to distinguish and to make us stand out so that somebody can be drawn to us. Nobody wants to be drawn to the same old bridge that goes up and down. It's just a drawbridge That's what it's been designed to do Is to go up and down But God wants us to be in a position And in a place So that we'll be able to draw men and women Through the love of God He said he draw them with loving kindness You can't draw nobody With an evil heart With a mean spirit With a nasty look With an odd disposition You have to draw with loving kindness It's how he draw them Amen So these are the fruit of the Spirit. So now, today, you're asking yourself, and you said, well, what is this man going to do? What is he going to talk about? He said it's going to be an illustrated sermon. Y'all thought I was going out there in change clothes. No, I was not. It was past me. She didn't know what was going on. She said, well, what you going to do with that piece of chicken that was left over from last night? I said, don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. The after party had a couple of pieces of chicken left. I said, give me that. I need that Joshua. This morning, Daddy, what you gonna do with a piece of chicken? I said, Josh, put lotion on, comb your hair, mind your business, worry about you. I said, that's your problem. You all in my business, and you're not taking care of yours. Amen.
1: <laughs> so,
0: so today I want to address and I want to talk about um, building your spiritual self. What are you eating? What are you eating? I said, give me about a half a notch of volume on my mic. What are you eating? What are you eating? We all know and understand that we have to eat natural food in order to gain energy. And to sustain ourselves to have life. Now, a lot of us, you know, live to eat, but you're supposed to just eat to live. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just... I know we have a lot of different you know, connotations and understandings and definitions of what it means to eat, but uh, we have to have a particular value in what we eat and our food should represent a certain nutritional value and it should be something that is balanced. Um, and so we have some things that we have to be able to uh, have in a meal that is to be balanced. Um, you're supposed to have a protein or meat or starch and a vegetable. Um, and it's good throughout the day when you add those fruits and you add a dairy product those things make up a, a balanced meal mm-hmm. And so when you look at this thing brother Isaiah hit that uh, slide with the uh, the carbohydrates the circle one I should have labeled my slide mm. But Isaiah got it together. He's he is the tiptoe So if you see on the slide, uh-huh. I'm not gonna do my teacher's Come voice on. That's what passive I'm you know, she went, um, according to the slide, um, the breakdown of what we need in order to have a nutritious, balanced meal uh, consists of protein, uh, veggies, uh, and carbohydrates. Um, these are the things that you're going to need to have a balanced meal in order to sustain yourself, all right? Now, you see that? That's what an actual normal meal looks like something that's normal, that has a balance. But what happens is in the body of Christ, we become unbalanced in our spiritual eating because we have been in a position where we have not done the proper things to feed our soil. And if your soil is not properly fed, as we learned on last week, if you all remember the video clip that we showed, when the gardener was out tilling the soil, before he tilled the soil, he put out some various nutrients into the soil so that that will begin to change the way the soil would be able to grab hold to the things that were going to be planted. And these were going to add value to it. So what happens is in the body of Christ, we have to realize that how is your heart conditioned which is your soil, so that you will be able to handle a balanced meal if you have constantly been exposed to eating unbalanced things. And so I'm here to help you get to the understanding that we have to move ourselves from eating unbalanced things, meaning I cannot eat off of everybody's table. So, what happens is in the body of Christ, now I'm going, now if I promise you, I got band-aids and some peroxide in the back. If I hit your toe, it's going to be okay. But I'm, I'm just going to help you get delivered and help us get free. Amen? So, what happens in the body of Christ, and I'm going to talk about me. When I came and I got saved, I was in a ministry and in a church. It was the only thing I had been exposed to. It was the only level of teaching that I had been exposed to. This is what I knew. This is what I had gravitated to. This is all I had been exposed to in my limited salvation time in my early 20s. So I thought that what was taught and what was going on was the cream of the crop. And every Sunday, we would get messages that included what we talked about in the play last night, where every message was talking about what happened in somebody else's life. That was the center of attention of the message, and we were supposed to somehow grab a word out of that in the midst of them talking about and slandering everybody else of things that happened during the course of the week. And so this was what I was fed and then the atmosphere was beginning to produce a prophetic anointing that was in my life because the woman of God was prophetic, the woman of God had a prophetic gift and began to instill that in me and so things would begin to happen in my spiritual life that I was growing on some areas but I was having nutritional malfunction and deficiencies in others. And so as I was having those issues and those particular things as I look back, I found out that when I got to my next place of worship how inadequately I was uh, uh, how inadequately I had been trained and I wasn't ready to eat a balanced meal mm-hmm. oh, I'm going somewhere I'm teaching better than yes. you even saying amen right now oh, So listen So when I got to the next ministry that God had begun to lead us to, and we began to become a member, so now I'm exposed to another level. This man has a prayer life. This man has a prophetic life, and he has an, an anointing and miracles. So I'm exposed to another realm where I now hear the word on a weekly basis, and now he's quoting scriptures. Yes. Oh my God yes. scriptures I haven't heard these in years All I knew was what I was supposed to read My Bible on my own time as they encouraged Me because I wasn't getting it on Sunday She always told me get in your word Jonas Get in your word because she was preparing me for where I am Today oh, even God. though I didn't know where I was going But I was in a position in a place where my Spirit man was being seen by a Natural person in a spiritual eye we were able to develop me and help encourage me To get me to a certain level so now back that thing Back up and go back to the second ministry so he has a prayer Life he has a prophetic life he has a working of miracle life and so I'm grabbing this and eating this but I have not dealt with my soil from my previous place my God my God that's you good, that's good. <laughs> so now my heart is not really able to handle truth Wow. Wow. And it's coming from a male's voice when I have been sitting under a female's voice for years. I'm trying to help you all get some deliverance and get free. I'm going to teach this thing how I feel it because I'm led of the Holy Spirit. Now listen, so now I have to begin to decipher and distinguish wow. what I'm hearing and what I'm being able to see to be open to receive it because I have not dealt with my heart issue and my soil is not properly Developed and I've not opened Myself up to be healed Go ahead.
1: Wow. Come on. From the
0: wounds of being Ostracized and put out of a church over the pulpit They told me to get out the church They told me that I was supposed to get out And I had all this blame and I asked a question And they told me that I could leave They preached about me sitting in the pulpit I sat in the pew and took it as a man And when I got up I went to the office Had a meeting with the individual, with the pastor And I was the one who was crying And apologizing to them Woo! and I stayed there another two years and you ask the question you say pastor why are you so passionate about what you do because I've been hurt before I've been in your seat I've been disappointed before I've been in that place I know the feeling of how it means to be uh, in a place where you've been embarrassed or you've been talked about or you've been the subject of somebody else's conversation when you were never in the room or never in the place or never even around the person but all of a sudden you are on the message board so I understand my God. So now Thank you, Lord. My soil is jacked up and I'm in a good place Where the word has been taught But how do I get delivered from the place Of when I was in a place where my soil has been tainted I have to be willing To now Get in my own place And begin to seek God for healing And begin to remove yes, myself yes, From the past yes, Because I can't hold on To what I thought was good When God is showing me better
1: yes,
0: Oh, I'm not going to get no help today I'm not knocking what my pastor Put in me that first pastor not, She only did what she had the capacity To do So And I only had the capacity to get What I could handle In the position that I was in so I'm telling you, I'm taking my responsibility and I'm giving our responsibility on both sides. But see what happened in the body of Christ? We become one side and we put it all yeah. on the preacher and the pastor. And we say that that ain't right, that ain't doing this. Everybody knows what the pastor should do, and ain't nobody even ever been an usher. I haven't even opened my scripture. I haven't even done my illustration. Listen. Come on, come on. So That's good. I have to get to the place where I got to realize that I got to add some things to my soil if I'm going to grow yeah. properly. Yeah. And if I'm going to get to the place where I can get a balanced meal,
1: yeah.
0: because what happens is we get hurt and we accept garbage.
1: We right. Right. Right about it. All right. yeah.
0: We get frustrated and we settle for garbage being tossed to us, wrapped up in a rosemary-type rose platter and the nice silver and the nice plateware, you know that good china? That your mama told you don't never touch? Now why did you buy this? (laughs) Why did you buy this if we can never touch this? What, what, what is it? It's a plate, it's, it's a saucer, it's a piece of silverware, it, it, what, what, what you want to do? So it's presented on China, but it's garbage. It doesn't have any nutritional value. So let me show you what eating an unbalanced meal looks like as it relates to a balanced meal. Because an unbalanced meal gives you all the stuff that I talked about in the first church that I got. All the garbage, all the talk, all the chatter, all the this, all the that. This stuff, that stuff. Things that were not even in a position to, uh, uh, that was actually coming from the word of God. But it was just stuff. And because I'm in a position where this is new to me, and I'm not really fully in a place to understand the fullness of God, I eat what's presented to me because I don't have a choice, because I have not been exposed to anything else. See, the reason why McDonald's and Burger King can flourish in a poor community because that's all they have access to.
1: i teaching so much better than y'all even
0: receiving this. So listen. So I have to get to the place to understand that I can't eat everything that's given to me. And what the body of Christ is doing is that we're... Constantly, and this has been going on for years, and if you've been in any church, you've heard pastors say it, but in the time that we're in now, in the dispensation of the social media age, it's even greater than it was 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And what I'm about to say is that we're in a position where we're constantly chasing voices. Wow. wow. Uh-huh. Can I get a word, Sister Dorothy? Yeah. You have a word, Sister EJ. Yeah. Sister Cassandra, do you have a word? Yeah. Sister Zelma, do you have a word? Amen. Sister Suzette, do you have a word? Amen. Sister Tanya, do you have a word? Amen. Prophetess Tata, do you have a word? Amen. Man of God, do you have a word? Amen. Sister Bridget, I know you got something because you're writing. Amen. So I find myself chasing voices. Because the internet and social media allows everybody to have a platform that any other time you would have never known who they were, heard of them, never even saw them, because now you have access to keyboards. Come on, it's good. And Wi Fi. And so, what that does, it speeds up the process of us being voice chasers. So the next hottest voice that will speak to something that I think I need, I go running after it. And then I start going after every conference, once a month, I'm at a different conference. So if you're at a different conference every month with at least four speakers, and so now 12 times four is 48. You have actually been exposed to 48 voices at the conferences that you have engaged in because you said, I needed that did you actually allow that thing to get into your soil of your heart was there any transformation or did you just shout and yeah. dance at the yeah. conference and get yeah. a good oh my god jerk yeah. in the spirit yeah. or did you come out transformed in the nine years that I have been pastoring here at New Covenant Worship Center Apostle Jonas Jones Pastor Jonas Jones before I became pastor I only believed that I have been responsible for engaging in conference was a leadership conference can I get a witness Deacon Jerry I believe I think I did a, a leadership Conference, maybe twice. Was it twice, Pastor Nice, or just once? Ah, oh,
1: twice. twice. <laughs> because I had a leadership panel. Yes, yes, yes.
0: I am not a fan of having conferences that will begin to pull in all these voices
1: yeah. that I got to pay
0: 10, 15, Twenty thousand dollars for when I have all these leaders that I'm raising up that they should have a voice that you should want to hear that I shouldn't have to go out and extend myself and pay for airfare, hotel fare, a rental car, a meal, and I gotta try to you know showboat and take them down to the signature room and all I got is McDonald's money. my mentality and let me help you in New Covenant Worship Center and I'm not in a I'm in a position where uh, I don't want you to think that I'm overprotected but I guard the sheep because I'm a pastor.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: So in nine years, I believe I can count on both hands how many people I've invited to be in the pulpit that we have had access to that you can hear. Not that you're not able to handle other voices, but I have to be led of the spirit, and some people just bring voices in because they said they had a conference. I'm not here to talk about how many things i got under my belt, how many conferences I had, how many dignitaries I know, how many deep folk I know, how many, I'm not here for that. My gift in calling is to feed the The shepherds to feed you, so that means that I'm not feeding you properly, and you're not getting a balanced meal, and I'm exposing you to food that God is not designed for you to eat, because the Bible says my sheep know my voice. Yeah. Yeah. And a stranger they will not follow. So I'm not fearful of anybody coming in the pulpit, but I have to be Yes, sir. I don't yes, want to just have people yes, sir. Just to say I had people yes, sir. That's good. I'm trying to build you up spiritually yes, Because when, if you heard 48 voices Somewhere along the lines, you're going to have some spirits of confusion. Yes. Because 48 voices cannot possibly speak the same thing. It's getting real tight in here. It's getting real tight in here. It's getting real tight in here. I'm about to go in the bag. I'm about to go in the bag. It's going to get tighter. Listen. So, Come so, on. So Teach. Because I want you to eat right. And if you're eating 48 voices a year, you're bound to get heartburn.
1: Heartburn
0: happens when I may eat too fast, I may eat spicy foods, greasy foods, and it gets caught in between my esophagus and that acid begins to push that thing back into my chest when you say I thought I was having a heart attack. And I had this feeling here about what, last year or two years ago, after the singles event, about two years ago, I ate some good old-fashioned beggar's pizza. <laughs> So you know you started to overindulge, cause we had it. You know it was just open. They said you just gonna keep coming. I said it's gonna keep coming. I'm gonna keep eating. <laughs> so as it kept coming, I kept eating. It kept coming, I kept eating. I said, oh man, this is good. I like this. You know they said they laid on thick. The cheese was good. The sauce was good. Everything's good. So about two days, two days later, you know I'm, wired, I'm driving work. <laughs> I'm just sitting here driving. There ain't even no traffic out here. What is that? And so, you know, I knocked it off. I said, you know, it'll pass. So a few days went by, and, and that thing was, you know, I'm trying to have a hard time breathing. Like, what is this? I mean, you know, I'm like, this ain't feeling right. So I'm my foolish stuff. I'm in the emergency room now. Three, or four days later, I'm like, this been going on too long. <laughs> And they get in there, you know, long story short They get in there tell me, you know, you just had a little mild case of acid reflux I said, I ain't never had acid reflux But I realized I was over 40 When you hit that over 40 Stuff you used to couldn't eat and do You can't do no more People, I'm trying to engage you and warn you as you keep on eating extra spicy with jalapenos and, and super hot peppers and, and all that extra spicy and you just gotta have it. It's fried, over fried, fried hard. You got 17 gyros with extra cucumber sauce, extra pita bread and a double order fries with bacon and cheese and sour cream. Oh my God! When I was in my 20s, that was good. <laughs> Over. But as soon as you hit over 40 Baby you better check your measurements On what you begin to eat And your, what you partake in Because now that thing will not Set right with you And you get heartburn And so now I got heartburn I got issues and so because I had heartburn And, and in the spirit realm it's like, it's like look at that Because I've been eating too much Of the wrong thing Amen. Come on. And one of the times is And you eat it at the wrong time of night yeah. When you eat a heavy meal yeah. Right before bed yeah. Now you know it's ten yeah. no, ten. It's 10. Not, yeah. not ten on five, it's 10. Now all of a sudden you want a small no, Rib no. tip with a hot meal <laughs> <laughs> Baby that combo that called you all day And you couldn't resist that temptation No longer at 10 o'clock you got your shoes on, you still had on your pajama pants, you put on some flip-flops, and you said, look, I got to hit this drive-thru, this, this rim this wreck, this tip and this hot wing, hot link is calling my name. You get home, get Pepsi, sit there, eat it. May about 11.05. you go lay down. Eleven forty-five. <laughs> that thing start hitting you. Yes, yes, yes. I ate at the wrong time. Amen. And what happens in the spirit realm? The enemy knows how to work because if you are channel surfing after ten o'clock, you find all kinds of things yeah. that are on your television. Yeah. And if anybody is over the age of thirty-five, when I was a little youngster, at a certain time the radio, the television went off. Yeah. Because at that time they realized you didn't have any boundaries or limitations, so they set boundaries for you. I'm teaching way better than you all shot with me this morning. So, if they set limitations at a certain time, you would get that snowy screen. And they would tell you that this channel was going off until about 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock in the next morning. And you get that rainbow line. See, they didn't know that. They, they ain't even know. They ain't, yeah. if, you, even if you had a black and white TV, it was rainbow. It, it was rainbow. It was, it, was, it, was, it was stripes. Or you just had that snow. But then, see, Sister EJ, I heard her in the spirit. Because she said, see, after a little while, see, you would be, you know, kind of off. I ain't saying this what she said, don't get offended. But I'm talking about what I would do. Because then after a little while, you try to, when the TV was on snow, you try to tune that thing yeah. to get Benny Hill. Oh, oh I need some people to really know what's really going on. You need to be a little bit older to know what Benny Hill did and what he did, because you try trying to see what girl he had. <laughs> oh, I'm in somebody's backyard. Let me get out. I'm going back up here to the front. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to be old enough. I'm sorry. My time, oh yeah, my time is moving So... Yeah, uh huh. I knew I had about two witnesses, amen? So, praise God for deliverance, amen? Hey, amen. Praise God. So now you've been delivered, you can just hit the off button. You just turn it off. It's turned off. So, that unbalanced meal begins to have problems because I'm eating so much. I'm eating the wrong things. I don't have the proper nutrients. And this is what it looks like when you're eating unbalanced and you're eating. Everything. What is that? <laughs> what is that? You everything. What is this? A meal is supposed to go together. It's some things that you put with certain things that will help you. I think Brother Isaiah got my nasty plate of food up. That's not that exact plate, but I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna get my teacher voice in a minute. But on this plate, you got black-eyed peas, baked beans, crackers tuna fish, spaghetti, Vienna sausage, mushrooms, a piece of fried chicken, a chili dog with cheese and jalapenos and the chili sauce.
1: And I, had, I, had, I I didn't have a
0: whole slice of pizza left from the other day, but I had a pepperoni and a sausage I just threw in there for decoration. So can you imagine I went in there and found Now when I was in the Vienna sausage section I discovered Something I hadn't seen since I was about Seven and a half No not that spam They had some potted meat I said glory to God See some of y'all ain't never been to that level You've been eating that good ham That Oscar Mayer stuff, baby, potted meat was a meal with crackers, saltine, I ain't talking about that rich, because you couldn't have it, saltine, and that potted meat, you eat it right out the can, and they had some, the can was about that big, it cost about 58 cents, I said, Jesus, they got potted meat still? Get this meal and then I put a vitamin water with it. Come on, come on with that's good, that's good. I'm gonna, if I eat this, I'm gonna need the Holy Ghost water with the blood of Jesus. That's why it's red. Because you're going to need to be fully baptized in order to digest this. Because if I eat this unbalanced meal, if I eat this thing, it's going to cause so many things that's going to go on on the insides of me that I'm not ready to handle. And it's going to affect my soil. Yeah. So I eat like that on a consistent basis in the spirit realm where I'm not in a position where I'm eating the things that I need to grow. I'm not eating the thing that's going to build my spiritual self. I cannot eat hate. I cannot eat this thing that causes confusion because those are contrary to love and peace. He said, now you want to be impatient and not have patience with somebody who just walked in and just ain't never been saved, ain't never seen the church, They never had church. And you talk about you can't look like that or you can't walk like that. You can't wear that. We have all these stipulations. I'm going somewhere because we gotta go to Galatians I know my time is moving fast but I promise you I'm gonna get you out of here because the game will come on at seven but you know it's gonna be alright
1: <laughs> so listen
0: I have to trade in that meal for a meal that's more balanced in order to build up my strength because if I eat like that on a daily basis I'm not gaining no nutritional value because I don't have things that are going to fit together <laughs> And see, sometimes we're in positions where we hear things that don't fit us. And we listen to things that don't fit us.
1: Amen.
0: And people will sit around here and talk about what I do and how I do this and that. And they're only, I, if you surf on Facebook long enough, you're going to find at least 10 fools. <laughs> at least 10 fools. That's with a Bible in the hand. I'm not talking about no fooling in the world. I'm talking about with a Bible in the hand. At least. If you surf long enough of foolishness and things that have come up. And if you sit there and you just take a little snippet of each one of them, that's what your plate looked like. And that's what you're eating. And you're wondering, and let me help you. You're wondering why when you're in prayer, uh uh-uh, and you're waiting for God to respond, he's not talking back because you're too stuffed and you cannot hear his voice because you've been clouded with so many other voices. Yeah. This is why if you operate in the prophetic, you cannot have a lot of voices in your ear gates. I don't listen to a lot of people, I listen to a few people who are in the level or the next level where I'm trying to yeah. go yeah. because I have to be in tune to God. I have to be led yeah. of the Holy Spirit. See, what happens is if I start to prophesy, you'll start hearing everybody I'm listening to. Ooh, that's good, wow. Wow. yeah. You're missing this. I'm teaching, I'm teaching real good. You got TD, Bill Winston, you got Creflo I-, I mean you got, you know, all the names. You can name 10, you can, if you listen to that, and there's nothing wrong with their voices, and there's nothing wrong with their message. But you have to be mindful and careful that you don't overindulge and that you don't eat these things in the wrong timing of your soil. <laughs> Because if you're vulnerable, and you're in a position where you've been hurt, so you've been taking advantage in a relationship, and now you're in a place where you're hearing things where, you know, marriage is good and everything is great, and you could be skipping, and you can have a blessed marriage, and you're sitting there lonely at night, ain't got nobody, that joker just left you, he said he's not going to be with you no more, he got you with three kids, and it's over, and you're sitting there depressed. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Where am going to go through this? That's good. That's good. Wow. No. You need to hear about Jesus and that Jesus is the one that will encourage you and lift you up and you can cast those cares upon him and that he will give you the strength he will give you the peace that you need that it wasn't in the salvation of a person it was in the salvation of the blood of Jesus that is going to heal you that is going to restore you and so when I begin to depend on him and depend on the Holy Spirit to give me that love give me that joy give me that peace give me that long-suffering give me that gentleness that meekness that temperaments that self-control I won't have the outburst that I normally would have mm. Jesus. when my plate don't look like I want it to. Mm. Come on. Wow. Amen. Wow. Come on. Yes. Wow. You
1: preach.
0: Because we go searching for plates that we think we need. Yes. Oh, I'm somebody get free. Yes. Wow. 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 So this is why we become prone to the buffet because it has plenty of choices. Yes. Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if I have more choices, I think that's better for me yeah.
1: wow. because I'm in a
0: position where I cannot decide on what I really want and what I really need because I'm still in a place where I'm between flesh and spirit.
1: Yeah, yeah. oh,
0: and I'm yeah. in a yeah. position between flesh and spirit oh, that I'm vulnerable and I'm more open and prone to eat things that are not going to give me value and I'm constantly eating garbage plates when I should eat a plate that has more nutritional value. Now, this, this is not to say, I, I just did this because it has the, the, the things that you need. It got a protein, it got a starch, it got a vegetable, and it got a little applesauce dessert. Now this is a TV dinner. Now, you can't, you, this ain't even this is not good for you to eat, but I just gave it as illustration because it has the proper uh, uh, balance that we talked about. Now there, that's what a, that's what you really want right there. Now see, now let me <laughs> Now this is uh, this is a grilled steak. It has a uh, baked potato with hives and it has a little uh, with chives uh, and sour cream. And it has squash. Okay, thank you, class. You cannot correct the teacher. I am the teacher. Listen. So this is grilled steak. This is baked potato uh, with sour cream and chives, and a, uh, it's a little squash in there. So you have a balanced meal. That's cooked right. That's grilled squash. That's things that will be in nutrition. It adds value. It's a balanced meal. Amen. So you say, well, how do I get to this balanced meal? And why is it that I'm talking about this balanced meal? Because I gotta look at the church of Galatia. Come on, let's go there real fast. Amen. Oh my God. I wish I had real good time. i teach a whole lot more, but I ain't, this ain't a conference. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Amen. Come on, man. Preach, Pastor. Um, let's go here. Uh let's go to Galatians chapter three, and then we're gonna go to Galatians chapter five. Is that all right? Amen. I'm gonna read out the amplified version today. Let me find where, how many scriptures I need to read here with well, my notes. Okay, there we go right there. Alright, y'all ready? Amen. Um, Galatians chapter three, starting at verse one. Oh, you foolish and thoughtless, and I'm reading out the amplified version. Oh, you foolish and thoughtless and superficial Galatians, who has bewitched you that you would act like this? To whom right before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was publicly publicly portrayed as crucified in the gospel message. This is all I want to ask you. Did you receive the Holy Spirit as the result of obeying the requirements of the law? Or was it the result of hearing the message of salvation and with faith believing it? Are you so foolish and senseless, having begun your new life by faith with the Spirit, are you now being perfected and reaching spiritual maturity by the flesh, that is, by your own works and efforts to keep the law? Have you suffered so many things and experienced so much all for nothing, if indeed it was all for nothing? So then. Does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit and works miracles among you do it as a result of the works of the law which you perform or because you believe confidently in the message which you heard with faith? Let me tell you what's going on in the church of Galatia right here. Paul had founded the church of Galatia. And he had raised up the church, and he had given them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And now, here come the believing Jews who are Christians, and they're Jews, and they're still trying to say that circumcision is required to to have salvation. And so, someone's coming in that's supposed to look like you, and they're teaching a different message. Oh, my God. They have a cross on their back, on a cross on their neck. They got, you know, they got the robe. They got all the garments. They got everything. And they come in teaching the various thing. And they're saying the same They look like you. And here it is. They're teaching to say that you need to be circumcised in order to receive salvation. Yes. But God has come in and Jesus Christ has come that we can receive by grace. Amen. So Apostle Paul is saying, oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? <laughs> that now you don't believe the truth, but you're going after a lie. Because that's what the enemy will do He tries to pull you out of the grace of God Out of the blessings of God And pull you into some things That will restrict you and put you back in bondage And there's so much of this teaching going on In this particular 21st century nowadays Because now we're mixing so much Hebrew with grace It's insane We got all this stuff going on and everybody's trying to tell you they don't take that. It's not by faith. They want you to have works because if they have works, that makes you as a point as we've been talking about when we've been teaching in Romans and Bible study, is to make you think that you're now you're superior to someone yes. wow. amen Wow. Because if I keep the law and you're just going on grace, that ain't nothing all you did was believe. You didn't go through no process. You didn't have. You didn't. You didn't sacrifice nothing. You're not keeping the law. Mm-hmm. And that's what the enemy tries to come in and to pervert truth. And so this is what the enemy was coming in with the church of Now, can you imagine? Paul has planted the seed. He's taught them, and he goes away, and now he finds out that they're straying away. Mm-hmm. Because we allow ourselves to be open to voices mm-hmm. <laughs> that come in and say, "I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. I'm a pastor." Who called you? Who can witness to your works? Who has ordained you or put hands on you to say that I commissioned them to the gospel? You can actually make up your own credentials and your own certification papers and sign your own stuff with somebody else's name because this stuff goes on. You can go on the internet and you can now become an apostle. All you have to do is go through six weeks of a course, and you can begin to believe, and you can do this. And they'll give you a certificate, send it out in the mail, and they say you're a certified apostle, bishop, pastor, whatever it is you need to be, all online. So did the computer lay hands on you? (laughs) (laughs) For $10? Amen. Your money made you that position because you had yeah. enough money to pay for the course and yes. then to send you the paper yes. and you paid the postal step for them to mail it out. Oh, so you have to be mindful.
1: Yes.
0: So he goes on to verse 6. we got to read to verse 8 and then we're going to chapter 5 and we're going to get out of here. Verse 6. Just as Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, As conformity to God's will and purpose, so it is with you also. Verse 7. So understand that it is the people who live by faith with confidence in the power and goodness of God who are the true sons of Abraham. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, proclaim the good news of the Savior to Abraham in advance with his promise, with this promise, saying, "In you shall all the nations be blessed. So then, you who are people of faith, whether Jew or Gentile, are blessed and favored by God and declared free of guilt of sin and its penalty and placed in right standing with him along with Abraham, the believer. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's by faith. Don't let anyone come in and try to pull you away from what God has called you and what you have been believing God in the things that he's placed on the inside of you. You have to stand on the word of God.
1: Amen. 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 That's right. Wow.
0: And you cannot allow the enemy to infiltrate your ear gates, infiltrate your eye gates with so many voices, so many things that will get you jarred and get you confused and get you in a place where you start questioning who you are. You start questioning who God is because folks will be saying, well, you know, I believe in God, but it was never Jesus. And I believe in this, but they talking about slaves and I believe in that, but they do this and that. And I can't do this because they do that. We have all this going on and people are coming out of the body of Christ. We're in a real serious condition Of backsliders yeah. Ooh, wow. 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 Because As leaders We have not been in position To teach sound doctrine In order to keep people in a position And then if not If we are teaching sound doctrine Their soil is not right And they're not open to receive So you don't have an ability To sustain or hold on to the word As we taught in last week in Matthew Because you got this stony ground You got the cares of the world come. You got all these other various things That will come To snatch the word up So we got to be in position. Let's go to Galatians 5. We're going to close this thing out. Amen. Is this good? Amen. 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 Praise God. Wow. Galatians 5, starting in verse 1. I'm still in the Amplified Version. It was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery, which you once removed. Now, when he's talking about slavery right there, don't y'all see this? that's what they're read, people reading this. And they think they're talking about slavery when the white man kept us. Kept he's talking about the yoke of slavery, which was the law.
1: Amen. Yes.
0: You've been removed from that. Amen. Yes. Because under the law, it was like a yoke was upon you because you had to keep the certain guidelines and regulations and rules that were a part of it in order for yes. you to achieve salvation because it was through works.
1: Yes.
0: So, notice verse 2. Notice it is I, Paul, who tells you that if you receive circumcision as a supposed supposed requirement of salvation, listen to Apostle Paul teaching Christ will be of no benefit to you, for you will lack the faith in Christ that is necessary for salvation. Once more, I solemnly affirm to every man who receives circumcision as a supposed requirement of salvation that he is under obligation and required to keep what? The whole law. God. Now, how many ready for that?
1: <laughs>
0: to keep the whole law is what you have to do if you're going to believe and think that circumstance is a requirement of salvation. He said in verse, he goes on to say, you have been severed from Christ if you seek to be justified. That is declared free of guilt and sin and its penalty and placed in right standing with God through the law. He said you have been severed from Christ if you think this. And so God, is, the enemy is not only using and this is this is in this day, in this particular dispensation, when we're talking about the law. But the enemy in this day is using so many other tactics because it's coming in the position and in the entitlement and in the place that it looks like it's, it's, it's true. It looks like it's real. And the enemy is cunning. He's subtle. He's been doing this thing since the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: That's how he came in and God got Adam and Eve. He was subtle. He said, So you have been settled from Christ if you seek to be justified. That is declared free of guilt of sin and its penalty and placed in right setting of God through the law. You have fallen from grace, for you have lost your grasp on God's unmerited favor and blessings. For we not. For we, not relying on the law, but through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit, by faith are waiting confidently for the hope of righteousness, the completion of our salvation. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but only faith activated and expressed and working through love. This is why you have to wow. make the decision to say, "Wow, I believe in Jesus. I believe his word. Amen. And you have to believe that because there are so many voices that are coming to destroy his name. They're trying to destroy Jesus. Why is it that we we always the only religion or the to lack better words religion is that they talk about and come against Jesus? Nobody else. They're not coming against. They're not trying to attack. They're not trying to tell you don't say that name. They're not telling you not to don't don't look like that. Don't do this. But only Jesus. Amen. So if this is the only name and the only thing that they keep constantly coming against, it has to be some right in this because nobody's going to waste that much energy trying to come up against something that's wrong that does not have any validity to it or any authenticity to it. So who's going to waste it? I mean, this is what's been going on. This is what the enemy's job has been to do. It's our responsibility that we get ourselves in a position that we feed our spiritual self so that we can understand that I cannot be vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy to try to lure me away from what truth God has placed in my heart. Amen. Amen. Because the truth that God has placed in my heart has given me the place where I am. I'm blessed. I'm full of life. I'm full of joy. God has shown me his miracle, miracle, working power. And you mean to tell me I'm going to trade in that? For if? (laughs) For what if? He says in verse 6, for if we are in Christ Jesus, and we read it. Verse 7, come on, we got to hurry up. You were running the race. This is what happened. You were running the race, race well, who has interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth? <laughs> he owned it. You were running the race, who came in and interfered? So in, in basketball or even in football, it called what you run a screen. Somebody throwing interference because you gotta block somebody in order for the running back to get through the hole. Somebody has to go in the opposite direction. In order to make the hole able for the running back To get through there And so what happens is you're allowing somebody to come in And push you and move you And throw interference And keep you away from truth Such and such didn't speak to me today I ain't going back to church for 17,000 weeks I'm tired Sick of they serve baked chicken at the uh, after church thing instead of fried chicken. You had to be here yesterday to understand that. And you get mad. And say, I'm not coming back for 17 weeks. And this is what the enemy traps will do. He'll try to pervert. He'll try to lure you in. He said, "I have confidence in you." This is what the Apostle Paul says. Oh, I'm sorry, I read down too far. What verse I'm at? Eight. 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 Well, in the amplified, I still got a little bit more to read in that verse seven. So let me read it. No, read it okay, we at verse eight. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. This, deceptive. this deceptive persuasion is not from him who called you to freedom in Christ. Listen at this verse nine, because this is what happens: a little leaven, a slight inclination to error, wow. or few false teachers leavens the whole batch. It perverts the concept of faith and misleads the church.
1: Just a little
0: bit. Just a little bit. Because you want to have a conference for this, I got a men's conference and women's conference. I got a mother's board conference. I got a ushers' board conference. I got an intercessors' conference. I got a lay hands on the sick conference. I got a sick in the shut-in conference. I got a men's that got one leg conference. I got a women that got you know good hair and got fight fake hair conference. I got all. I got the two skinny members conference. Okay, anybody? I got the. I got the Thinking luxurious Conference. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you get here fit in. Wow, and we find ourselves. This is what it said A little leaven A slight inclination of To error Or a few false teachers This is the apostle Paul telling Because this is what's out there In the church of Galatia The people are out there Leaven the whole batch It perverts the concept of faith and misleads the church I have confidence in you In the Lord That you will adopt No other view Contrary to my a little of that. I can do a little of this and I can do a little of that. And then when you want going to invite such and such in? Yeah. The Lord ain't gave me a release. Amen. That's right. Yes. Amen. I keep going. telling you, you're going to hit this time and time. If the Holy Spirit does not really give me a release on this thing, ah. I can't do it. Because I'm responsible and accountable right. for your soul. Amen. 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 Okay. And I've never heard, I've heard, and I'm just, it's just, uh, you know examples and stuff, but in this ministry, nobody's ever come to me with that. And they because in nine years I've been feeding the sheep. Amen. This is not to brag or boast. I've been feeding the sheep. Amen. People who are in droughts looking for conferences.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm gonna stand right behind the pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you can't. What do you what why do I need? And that, I'm not knocking anybody who does this, but they're not and I'm talking about even large churches, they're not doing a conference. They do DD takes does women's dollar Lose mm-hmm. every and manpower, manpower. Mm-hmm. every other year. Then mm-hmm. yeah, you do a family one. Because mm-hmm. he found out if I do this every year, it's draining. Yes it yes. is. Yes, it
1: yes.
0: is. And the amount of resources that it takes to fulfill that thing. Come on,
1: man.
0: Money. Money, 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 money. Money Some people Really need it Oh I'm sorry Come on we got to close this thing out Bless the Lord I have confidence in you that the Lord That the Lord that you will adopt No other view Notice it says that you will not adopt another view It's going to be some views thrown at you But you got to make a decision Are you going to adopt it Because you got to be aware I'm feeding my spiritual man I can't feed myself a tuna with black-eyed peas? Who made that combination? You're talking about heartburn, gas, indigestion, acid reflux, upset stomach. And see what happens is (laughs) when your heart is messed up like that, they tell you you need to take some Mylanta, you're taking Tums, you're taking rolex. Who wants to walk around all the time popping Tums? (laughs) I'm only dealing with the surface. When I get that thing in the spirit, I need to hit it at the root. Why are you really hurt? Why are you really feeling this shame? It's not because that man left you, it's because somebody violated you when you were 12. Come on, Pastor. Why can't you commit to anything? Why can't you be in one relationship? Because I saw my daddy with 17 women. Come on now. See when I deal with the real issue Amen. I can receive deliverance and I can begin to Amen. get free but Amen. I keep sugarcoating and just putting band-aids because I'm gonna to go to the woman that I lose and I'm gonna be healed <laughs> for this weekend
1: <laughs> because as soon as
0: Monday comes yes. you back yes. in the get same mind Right. Of what you was before you That's went there right. I promise you y'all need to stop acting Like you done got it all together Because I'm, I'm going I'm going to be set for me to deliver. No, because I watch you And I see you looking the same way That was the one No it wasn't Because you're still the same way You're still in fortification Fortification Amen he said, listen he said but the one who is disturbing you
1: yes. whoever he is oh, wow.
0: will have to bear the penalty yeah. now see this is where the issue come in. we don't realize this is why I have a responsibility I have to teach you the word of God because it's, it's a greater penalty on my life
1: yes.
0: if I'm straying you or straying you and pulling you away from the truth or I'm leading you in the wrong direction it's a greater responsibility on my life that I have a responsibility I got to teach you the word of God I can't get up here and teach you what I want you to hear. I can't get up here and teach you the things that you want to hear. I have to teach you what the Holy Spirit says teach. He said, but as for me, listen at the Apostle Paul. He said, but as for me, brothers, let you know he talked to the church, he talked to my brothers and sisters. Come on. He said, but as for me, brothers, if I am still preaching circumcision, as I had done before I met Christ, and as some accuse me of doing now as necessary for salvation, why am I still being persecuted by Jews? Come on. He said, if I was preaching and talking about the law, why am I still being persecuted by the Jews if this is what I believe is this supposed to be the way of salvation? Baby, if I wasn't preaching what Jesus told me to preach, why am I going through so much of this madness? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The things that you had to overcome? The things that I had to go through? That was just a snippet of the stuff that happened in early on in ministry. I ain't told when you start pastoring, when you got when you in in your. Self, you, you start something from the ground up and you trying to get this thing going from your living room to a storefront. And people will not come. They tell me, Well, if you wasn't in the storefront, I'd come. That's how I love your preaching. Well, man, I'm in a cathedral now. I still ain't singing.
1: I'm
0: telling you what people will tell you for an excuse for them not to get into a position to serve God. If you chase voices as leaders, I'm telling you, people you chasing and you telling, they're going to take, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. They gonna do a whole dance, cheer you on, and shout, and spin circles around you tomorrow, I got you. Well, we got to move out the horticulture center. Come on. We ain't got nowhere to go. What we gonna do? What you gonna tell the people? You ain't gonna tell them we gonna move, where we going? We been here seven years. How you gonna, what, we gonna, what we gonna, what pastor, what what you gonna do? Mm-mm. Holy Spirit said, don't say nothing until you got things in order. Come on, Come on. Awesome. Come on. See, because if you release it now, yeah. and people not in a position to understand the fullness of the vision, they'll scatter.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. You have to use wisdom. And I knew my sheep. Mm-hmm. You could have handled it, but the Holy Spirit said we gotta wait. So I grabbed the strong ones. Mm-hmm. Because oh you can't tell everything To the whole congregation What's going on behind the scenes Now that's not to say anybody keeping no secrets Or hiding them from you But you have to know your people And what they Because everybody said, Well that happened Because now you got all the people What are we gonna do How are we gonna do it How are we gonna do it What are we gonna do I Call not give my money What do you mean We got to move What you around, to do it What We in a situation
1: Amen
0: Amen And the Holy Spirit Put a twist on that for us He said God gave me He said we in a holding pattern
1: yeah. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 For Amen. one year we, we in a holding pattern. Mm-hmm. We in a holding pattern. Amen. Amen. Let's close. Come on. Come on. Bring it back. Where we at? Uh, we close. Not now. I gotta. I gotta read the verse fifteen. Then we can then we close. get it close. Twelve. Twelve. Yes. All right. Y'all follow along. He said, "I wish." Listen to what he' talking. Let me. Let me read the rest of the eleven. Y'all, let me finish that. Why am I still being persecuted by Jews in that case? The stumbling block of the cross to unbelieving Jews has been abolished. I wish that those who are troubling you by the teaching that circumstances are necessary for salvation would even go all the way and castrate themselves.
1: For you, my brothers,
0: were called to freedom. Only do not let your freedom become an opportunity for the sinful nature world and its selfishness, but through love. Serve and seek the best for one another. For the whole law concerning human relationships is fulfilled in this one precept you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, you shall have an unselfish concern for others and do things for their benefit. But if you bite and devour one another in bickering and strife, watch out that you alone with your entire fellowship are not consumed by one another. This is why churches are falling. You're bickering and biting with one another and sooner enough, you're going to ate each other up and now everything is now dismantled. That's right. Wow. Because we did not love our neighbor as ourselves. My
1: God, my God.
0: He said everything is based on that. That's why that's the fruit of the spirit. He said the love. That's the first thing listed, love. That's
1: right.
0: that's it. He said anything you do, if you're going to prophesy, you're going to lay hands, you're going to speak it to them, he said if you ain't got love, shut your mouth. That's right. That's right. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. they didn't have them words back then shut your mouth (laughs) but but, but it has to be in in love because that's what's going to help build my spiritual self I have to love my neighbor as myself he said everything is built on the law it's built around this one thing he said if you can love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord thy God with all thy heart with all thy strength he said everything else is falling in place Everything. everything But we can't build our spiritual self because I'm hating, I'm evil, I don't like this person, I don't like this one, and I'm mad at that one, and I can't do this and that, and why? Everybody's at a different level when we understand that we don't, you ain't going to grow all at the same time. All the tomato plants that's in the garden, they don't all grow at the same stature. You have some plants that are taller than other ones because they've got a place in the ground that was more nutrient and had more things It's not saying that the other ones that grow Are not going to be as good or as juicy But you have to realize and understand They're not growing at the same level And as we understand the body of Christ As we grow, we're growing together That's We're growing together But you may not be at that place So I can be able to encourage you and support you At your level to help you get to the next level That's what we do as we love our brothers and sisters So that we don't allow the strike to come in And you find out that this is why things fall apart Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand, praise. Amen. Eleven fifty-two. Y'all did. We did good. Amen. All right. Let's do this. Yeah, y'all, y'all can move this. Just, just just side over to the side, and all that stuff is garbage. Don't y'all go home and try to eat that stuff. It's garbage. <laughs> Don't let the kids play in it.